I would try and perform along with the picture just for fun. And I would just try and find some of my favorite movies and take some of my favorite scenes that I know so well, mute it, import it into my Pro Tools, and I just started recording and playing along with it, just trying to find the emotion. So it was really my own kind of endeavor trying to jump into this composing world. DA Music, this is Tyler speaking. Tyler Lyons is a self-sufficient songwriter, producer, educator, sound designer, and performer based in Los Angeles, California. Music has always been deep-rooted into Tyler's life. Even before he was born, music had impacted his life. Um, I've heard through the grapevine from my parents that they were at a performance together while I was still um, in the womb. And my first kicks were actually to my parents' favorite band when they were in the back row um, in New York City. The actual first time that music really hit me, you know, you just get home from school. It's about 3.34, and um, I'm a 90s baby, so TRL was on MTV. And the music video of All the Small Things by Blink-182, the really funny one, um, I watched that. And it was the first time I ever heard drums that sounded like that. It was the first time I could actually hear like a kind of crunchy, distorted guitar. And the vocal melodies were really catchy. And it just stuck into my head. And I was like, what is this? It was like a chemical reaction in my head. And I told my mom, oh, my God, I want to do that for the rest of my life. And the next week, we started guitar lessons. And I haven't stopped since. From the age of eight... Lyons has been formally studying classical, jazz, and contemporary piano, guitars, vocals, drums, and bass. He attended the University of the Arts in Philadelphia, graduating with a Bachelor of Science in Music Business, Entrepreneurship, and Technology, with a dual minor in jazz vocal performance and music education. At the age of 17, Tyler finished high school online and toured America with an upcoming band. In the industry, when I was back in Pennsylvania, where I'm from, I always played in bands in middle school, high school, and I joined a band called Kelsey and the Chaos out of Manhattan. When I was 17, I was just asked to be a hired gun because my previous band opened up for Kelsey and the manager saw me and they just needed a filling guitar player for their upcoming tour. So I was kind of the young gun that just kind of got this opportunity and had to beg my parents to go, had to beg my parents to take me out of school, you know, so I could tour for nine months. And um, it was kind of an odd, you know, circumstance. So it, I, just because I opened up for that band and I guess did a good job, made an impression that the manager of this Kelsey and the Chaos band already reached out and they were already signed to a subsidiary of universal and they were already touring and had a fan base. So it, it felt like the necessary step when I was 17, I did that for about a year and then I had to start applying to schools and I applied to the university of the arts and I got in and I went there for five years. Um, during those five years, I played in another band 
that just toured around and kind of just did some shows in the tri-state northeast area, but nothing too serious. And then I made the decision to come to California to try and to do it. And I've been here for four years and it's been a wild ride since. And I'm completely freelance and, you know, I've just been chasing the dream and still utilizing the contacts I got from those initial first gigs and maintaining the connections and uh, delivering on work and just trying to hustle and trying to find anything musical um, to keep me going. Tyler continued to perform as an artist and gained an interest in composing. He says the transition from live performing to composing and recording was an easy one. He says he saw similarities in recording and playing live to composing, and with his educational background, helped a lot when he began to compose. Tyler continues to create music for his clients in the genres of top 40 pop, country, rock, electronic, as well as film compositions and cues. With experience in both live performing and in studio composing, Tyler has learned what the most rewarding things are about being in the music industry. Overcoming certain obstacles and that feeling of kind of achieving maybe what a client is looking for, or, I mean, music is an incredibly spiritual experience already. The math where music theory comes from is already unknown. And what, even when I practice, I treat it like a meditation. And even if there's a frustrating obstacle or a new song I'm trying to learn, the pursuit of trying to get over that hump of learning is incredibly important to me. And it's incredibly rewarding. I find that obviously performing on stage with other people is the best feeling I can probably imagine. That's the closest I felt to that first initial time on the couch with my mom, you know, just saying, hey, I want to do that. So when I can just play live, that's amazing. Um, creating something from nothing is a pretty cool thing, too, as a musician, sitting around with some friends or a new stranger and trying to pull some emotions out of them. Maybe they're going through something that, you know, I'm going through and I haven't talked to anybody about it, but now I have kind of a therapy session with the person. That's incredibly rewarding because we can pour those emotions into a piece. Now, when I'm composing alone, it's the same thing. So um, I am a product of many bullies growing up because being from Pennsylvania, there's not really that many musicians that are serious. And I always got made fun of and beat up for it. And I never really fought back because I would just come home and pour all those emotions into my practice, into my drumming, into my playing. So I really love that music as a conduit for emotions and that you can really escape from darker emotions of fear, but you can also show so much love from it. I, just, I guess just the pursuit and the, the process of it, I just really like that aspect of it. And that's kind of my favorite part. He says the biggest challenges are... It's challenging for any artist and any creative in 2000, almost 2020. So 
the industry has definitely changed since the 40s. And I guess it's the most challenging thing is to kind of put away the creative aspect and kind of put on a more managerial or a, a business type of hat and try to navigate things. The hardest thing is also to try and find people. Motivation is also pretty hard, too. I feel like I teach for my profession during the day, and it's really easy sometimes just to come home and and write, especially about whatever experiences have been going on that day. But sometimes it is a challenge if people have their everyday life. Maybe they're a composer, but they're working at Starbucks as a barista just to get by. And that's the type of dedication that we all need. And um, I imagine it's pretty, you know, it's pretty hard to, you know, balance that in today's world when we have so many distractions. So that is definitely a challenge. A challenge is also personally just, I guess, trying to eliminate any negativity in the peace and frustrations and if something's not working trying to take a break assess the problem you know as an audio engineer that's what we're supposed to do but sometimes that is frustrating and it's a good kind of frustration but once you're back on that horse it just keeps on galloping Tyler Lyons brings all he has to his music, and we are lucky to have him on our team. I really, really stress learning and educating yourself, because arming yourself with the mind of how you're going to do this will just make things more clear and maybe push you in the areas of things that you might not be, you might not know. and. Um, that's just probably my most important advice is maybe not relying on anybody else. And I mean, you have to to a point, but if you can educate yourself on what you really want to do, um, that's just going to be all the more helpful in your career. The last thing would be maybe dedicating a night or two to go out go out somewhere go out and mingle go by yourself you know go to a show you don't even know who the people are or go to a seminar look up things there's many things that you can do but sometimes i'm apprehensive to even go you know because i'm like ah it's thursday and i'm tired but you know i'll go and that'll be like an incredible experience i'll make so many friends you know and just kind of getting out of your comfort zone it's it's easier said than done, honestly. But, you know, I think if you try like that and continue practicing, you know, something will happen. But if you're already this far in listening to this and already, you know, making an effort, that's amazing, you know? And I guess there's no right or wrong way, but there is definitely a pathway. And I'm still discovering that pathway myself. This has been our Damn Good Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. All music played in this episode are songs by the artists themselves. You can check out their music on our artist page at damusiclibrary.com. 
DA Music is clearance free, and we are always here for your project and production needs. Check us out at damusiclibrary.com.